We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Guy with the Mets jersey on, with the Mets t-shirt, I should say. We got a rep, Lindor, DeGrom. This is the most hyped I've been for baseball in a long time. Dude, this is the most hype I've been for New York sports in a long time. That's let's just let's point. just take that right yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? As I got my Knicks shorts on, yeah. gave me a compliment before. My guy Sam is in the building. Uh, Sam was on a podcast a while back, over a year and a half ago, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it, this last year has also felt like, you know, just kind of... Like it, we we lost the year almost in some ways, right? But it's like, yeah, that's like it's wild. You said you said that to me earlier that it was like a year and a half ago. I'm like, man, I don't know if it was like a year and a half ago or it was like two years ago or like six months ago. It's all kind of blurred into one spot now. Yeah, because we so Sam and I grew up together. Um, well, like we went to rival high schools and shit. We used to hate each other back in the yeah. day, but now we're like really good friends. But uh, we played we played football on Sundays together, mm-hmm, and then. Yeah. Uh, you came on the pod because you do some really interesting shit, bro. And I know I've had you on before, but there's, you know, the audience has grown a little bit. Tell the people a little bit about what you do. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, first, uh, I guess I'm a teacher, but, uh, you know, it's not really like uh, what I do, like necessarily. It's not where my main focus is. Uh, you know, it's just kind of what I do just in, in the meantime. Right. Like I would say. But uh, I am a coach. Right. Uh, and more specifically, like uh, I coach uh, girls flag football here in New York City. Um, you know, that's kind of like one of like the things that's like I would say, like I also coach wrestling. Um, and I, for a little while I was coaching, uh, boys football also, 
but I feel like I've kind of like more so transitioned with flag football, like specifically for girls being my, my main focus. Um, and truthfully, it's just like, it's not like anything like, uh, whatever, like, you know, I just have so much fun doing it. You know what I mean? It's just like a ball and yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So I would say like, yeah, I'm like a girls flag football coach here in the city at Martin Luther King high school in Manhattan. And, uh, we, we do, uh, we, we do pretty well, you know what I mean? Uh, like, you know, we took over a program that like never won a game and we transitioned it into being like, you know, one of the top schools in the city. So it's pretty cool. We haven't, haven't got that, that championship that I've been dying for yet. Thought last year we would have had a good shot, but everything got, I know, man, I know we actually, you brought me to one of those clinics that Jen Welter, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's the former first time NFL women's coach. Yeah. She was with the Cardinals, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was with the Cardinals under Bruce Arians. Yeah. 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 And she's the one whose camp it was. And it was dope. I got to go over there with you because I was going to get her on the pod. And she was like such a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, she yeah, yeah. commands. Like, it was, it was like super yeah. cool. And commands then, respect. Yeah, yeah we yeah. also. Uh, it was funny. They were doing like line calls when all the coaches were introducing themselves. And then it was my turn. I just looked at Sam and shouts to Solomon. I was just like, "All right, Nick, kicking coach, quarterback coach, yeah. Martin Luther King." <laughs> like fuck you, yeah, yeah. There. But yo, it was it was fascinating because, you know, there's that conversation about. When should you let kids and shit? I just turned 30, so me saying this, I just feel like mad old, like half yeah. my age, right? I, like, I feel that letting, me. letting, when should you let young kids play tackle football? Should they be playing flag football until they're sophomores, juniors? And the one thing that I thought that was really, really fucking dope was first of all, how many girls came out? There was a yeah. lot of girls, yeah, and it was cool to see how much they loved playing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that's one of the things that actually, like, I love about flag football, right? You know, whatever. Like, you know, being in high school, playing high school football, uh, I always heard my coaches talk about, right, like like uh, Agresti, right? Agresti always used to say, this is the purest form of football, mm. right? Like, unadulterated, you know what I mean? Just... Like, there's nothing, you're playing for the love of the game, right? And I always, I, I, I held that true. I really did believe that. Until I started coaching girls flag football, right? And then I, it's like, oh, no, no, no. This is the most purest form of football, right? Because it really is unfiltered, right? We're playing football, right? We're done with playing football. What do we do? We go home, we jump on Madden, right? We're playing football. So it's not unfiltered. Yo, literally, that was my entire yeah. high school yeah. experience. Yeah, you and like half the country. <laughs> Yo, you, know bro, I mean? you end practice, you get home at like 7, 7.30. I'll be honest with you, I would bullshit homework, kind of yeah. just like make sure I had For it sure. done. And then I'd hop on Call of Duty till like 1 in the yeah. morning and then rinse, repeat. That was my entire football season. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. And but but so my point was though, right, is that it's like they don't have that. Like, you know, they're not going home and playing Madden. Like shit, like, you know, th they might know like who Patrick Mahomes is, right? Like, but they don't know anything else than that. Like, you know what I so mean? So you've noticed that some of them don't even watch football? So, dude, some of them. I look, look, no, I'm not even joking, right? I start every season, right? With when I get that new group of girls, I hold a football in my hand, I go, this is a football, all right? 
It's fucking. It's harder to catch. It's shaped Does, differently. Doesn't bounce like, like anything it doesn't else. bounce like yeah. anything else. You know what I mean? Like I, I go through it with them. I like I literally go. Yeah, you see these laces. I have, you have to hold the laces here. That's something I learned when I was like six or seven years old, right? So when you know whatever, the older kid in the park was like, "Yo, here, hold it like this." Mm. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, put your finger on top of the that that you know that white strap right there, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, boom. That's stuff they don't know. They don't. They have no clue. So I'm here teaching them raw like they're just getting this information you know what i mean and you know and they're in high school you know what i mean like you know sure they might have seen some things occasionally we get like one or two that you're like oh, all right this one can this one already knows what to do sort of but for the most part it's us you know molding them you know what i mean making them what we want to make them you know uh it's yeah that's to me is the most purest form of football right like and to even more like in more of an extent it's like you know you're talking about like little kids, right? When do we put them in pads and all that stuff, right? And I would say, like, you know, it's the same concept, right? Like, as far as, like, little kids, when they start, first start playing, that's, like, the purest form. They don't know anything. Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, uh, first time I put pads on, I was, like, eight years old. You know, they put shoulder pads and a helmet on me and pushed me out back when ICYP had tackle a tackle football, football yeah, league, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, so it's just, like, you know, that was, like, the most pure form I've ever played in retrospect, you know? Uh, high school, it's already all filtered. Now there's more pressures, right? Oh shit! I don't catch this ball. This girl's gonna think that you know what I mean. Like it's all the whole levels of shit, you know. But that shit doesn't exist when no one's watching, you know. So I don't know. What uh, what's what's the future of this flag football stuff? Because I know last time that I had you on, we were we were having this conversation because it was really eye opening to me when I saw how many girls. Bro, there was like close to two hundred girls there across. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And yeah. it's picking up more and more steam. And at the time that we were recording, you had said that it might become an NCAA sport. Has it? Where is it now? Yeah. So actually, it has become an NCAA sport, right? With the help of NFL flag, right? So NFL flag kind of like stepped in and we're like, they're making like an initiative to, to grow it as an NCAA sport. And what they've done is they started it at the NAIA level, right? Uh, so like for people that don't know what the NAI level is, it's like, in a way, it's almost like a fourth division, right? That many people don't know about. It's usually like typically for like smaller schools, right? I think that's based off the size of the school. In comparison to D1, D2 schools, would you say it's like club level? No, 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 no. This is not, I, I wouldn't say it's like club level. I would say that it, they, they're like, at least like high-level D3 schools, oh, like, low-level, like, you know... That's fire. Like, D2 schools. Yeah. No, no. Look, look. Not only that, right? Like, the reason why I think it's very significant that it's getting... Uh, it's starting at the NAIA level, right? Is because NAIA is the only other division that gives athletic scholarships out. Right. D3 schools don't give D3 out scholarships. D3 don't give scholarships I remember scholarships I had to out. get... I got, like... Uh, leadership grants and shit yeah, like yeah, BS yeah. like that to go play when I was in Buffalo yeah, State. Yeah, they give you things like that, right? Mm. But like, as far as getting an athletic scholarship, NAIA is the only one that's actually giving those out. So there's high school girls that play flag football that can get scholarships to... starting this year. So oh. this year is like the inaugural year. So there are girls that are out there right now that have gotten some college scholarships. But I th I would assume that it's maybe one or two scholarships on a team. I can't see it being any more than that. Or maybe like partial scholarships, mm. things of that nature. When is yeah. the season played? In the spring, right? So is that going to be a difficulty for girls to get scholarships when, I mean, college the, the college year starts in September, yeah. late August, September. So is there enough time for a girl who's playing 
in her senior year spring ball for high school levels. You know, your season ends, what, maybe a little bit before Memorial Day weekend? If you go all the way. Sure, yeah, and yeah. And then before you know it, you have three months. You, you, at that point, already have an idea of where you're going to school. So do you think that could be something that might hold them back? So I will, like, yes, right? Especially if you're, like, one of those kids that are, like, you did never, uh, let, let's just say, like, you know, your senior year is your breakout year. Right. Which is, very, which is very possible if you started playing in the ninth grade, right? Like, you know, your senior year, everything finally started to click and you started to work together. So that could affect you, right? Now, if you had like a really good junior year or if you played well, like, you know, throughout high school, then like, you know, you have a better chance. Obviously, there's more tape on you. Right. But NFL flag is also doing like some pretty cool things with um, like getting like, you know, getting awareness out. Right. So they were like last last month or two months ago, they hosted a like a combine and they had like kids from like, you know, I, w- I want to say all over the country, but. The honest truth of it is, like, it's not even being really played all over the country at this point, right? Uh, so you have, like... How many how many states have it? I want to say that it's, like, five states right now, right? Somewhere around there. Uh, so New York City actually has, like, the largest league, right? Uh, it just, like, just so happens to be that way. But then after that, right, it's, like, really, really, really popular in Florida, right? So last year... Listen to this like stat, and you're gonna think this is nuts. But last year, oh no, not last year. So I guess in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. There was just as many girls playing flag football as there were boys playing football in the state of Florida. And Florida is a football powerhouse, right? Yeah. So it's and, like Ohio, California, Texas, and Florida is where yeah. you get the cream of the crop. So like just that alone is like insane. Now I'm pretty sure that like 90% of the girls that are are playing on the college level right now are from Florida, right? Um, after Florida, though, Alaska has a really huge league. Um, California has a pretty big league. I actually found it right here. So Nike yeah. made a partnership with the NFL, $5 million grant multi-year initiative, uh, up to $100,000 in donations on uniforms, socks, and shit like that. Beginning on February 2nd of this past year, mm-hmm. you're right. Alaska, yeah. Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Nevada, and New York. New York having... The most active girls flag football participants. Yeah. So actually, uh, that Nike thing, that's, that's, that, that's like another new thing that just happened. So look, right? So now you have Nike backing. You have the NFL flag backing, right? They're really pushing to get this, uh, you know, this in motion. And to be completely honest, right? Like, you know, they're, they're granting $100,000 to start a team. You do not need $100,000 to start a team, right? You just don't. Like, it's, it's not, you know... I mean, uh, like you can do it under ten grand. You know what I mean? Which is like, I think that's not not, not that it's hurting it, right? Because like, obviously, if you can like, whatever, you give me a hundred grand, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll find a way to yeah, use yeah, it. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted, right? But uh, you know, it's like, I I don't want it to hurt the the sport essentially, right? Because mm. somebody might see that number, right? If you're an administrator in a school and go, oh well, well like we can't put a hundred grand up for like girls' flag football, right? Um, like that's as much as you need to have boys football like you know um so i i think that can kind of hurt the sport in some ways right at least like like that number being like here's what you need to start right because like right what what's like you know what's the thing about basketball right what do you need a basketball and a hoop yeah right like yo truthfully like what do you need for flag football 
footballs and some flags yeah like, you know some gloves yeah some gloves, which i remember you, know you were saying like you would go to the outlets and shit and you would buy oh, gloves still doing it yeah still okay. doing it Bro, yeah what, what, look, you see those gloves over there the giant ones oh yeah they're yeah. not autographed or anything they, yeah. they cost a hundred dollars <laughs> it's the one that when you put your hands up mm-hmm. and why they're like twelve dollars at marshall's it was yeah. just like fuck it we'll go and put them on there oh yeah no dude i i listen that's what i do like i run around yeah grab no, every, I, remember, I remember every glove you, i can find tell me yeah. yo you know it, it's interesting you say that about the money being funded into it and about how like you know football for the most part the equipment is expensive but a lot of times the school is funding that yeah so you basically just need cleats basketball you need a good pair of shoes they supply everything else the thing that holds back soccer in the U.S. is that it's a fucking expensive ass sport to play. Like you want to play on a good travel team, mm-hmm. it's gonna cost you like thousands of dollars. Yeah. Whereas all over the world, it's considered the poor man's sport. Where here, it's like lacrosse and soccer and even hockey. Do you need a pair of skates? A stick is like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, Espo. Yeah, yeah. I remember I went to his hockey game. So he his route was after high school. The the hockey player route is they go and play juniors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Espo was like a freshman at like 21, I think. Yeah. Whereas you're what, a junior <laughs> entering your senior year, maybe yeah. give or take depending on when your birthday is. And I remember we went out to Vermont and he had a big ass game and he was a starter on that team playing juniors and he broke one of his sticks and his dad was like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> like $300 down the drain. And I was like, yo, 300. He's like, yeah, dude, this is a yeah. third stick. This fucking kid broke in like oh. three months. My God, he's like, yeah, I'm not feeding him. He's yeah. like, going on, you know? But then, then I start thinking, like, that's why there's a lot of similarities between hockey and soccer in the sense of in this country where it's a very expensive sport for mm-hmm. you to go and play and take it seriously. Where, like, with football, it's it's a – the equipment is expensive, like I said before, yeah. but it's not that expensive for you to get into it, especially when you have – Dude, if you're if you're a girl and you're looking at this, they have this kind of funding for it. Like that's that's fucking awesome Dude, to get it huge. off the ground too. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, uh, like I would say that you know, right now, right, uh, you know, you have a daughter right now and whatever she's five six years old. You know, whatever sport you were thinking about doing before, like you know, put a football in her head. You know what I mean? Like this is only gonna get bigger, right? Look, Nike's Nike's here, handing money out. NFL, right? NFL. Also. Hand the money out, right? They're trying to get this thing off the ground. They're trying to do this right, um, and I, I think it will, man. I honestly like, uh, you know what it is, man. Like, and like you know, you were there that day, right? It's just so much fun. Like that's what it comes down to. It's just like, oh my god, like this is. I'm having so much fun doing this, right? Like when we were like coaching, even coaching. You know what I mean? Like coaching and struggling, fun, right? Uh, like coaching and winning, obviously fun, right? You know what I mean? But it's like, it's just like every little thing in it. It's just like, oh, this is great, man. Like we're just in this sport and like loving it, you know? So I hope, you know I mean? I hope it grows and uh, I hope I grow with it, you know? <laughs> Type yeah, of yeah. So what is, what is, uh, what's the route for you to throw your, your name in a hat to become a coach somewhere? Yeah, dude. So, you know, that's the thing, right? It's like, there really isn't a route right now. Because it's so new. It's so new. I ha- You kind of have to... Like, you know, do do the route yourself. Like, you pave the route yourself. So, you know, uh, whatever. Like, I'm from New York, man. Like, I, I'm going to hustle no matter what, right? So, you know, at first, right, like, uh, you know, they, they announced it. I don't know how many teams it was. Maybe like 15 or 16 teams that they were going to start with the NAIA, right? So the day they announced it, I sent an email to every athletic director that was out there, right? Like, three of them got back to me, right? 
So I did like a like a little Zoom thing with one of them, right? It was cool, whatever. Nothing really happened from there. It's, it's all good, right? And honestly, I think it's because like they were they were they were hiring coaches from the boys teams, right? So I, and I and whatever, that's fine, you know what I mean? Like those guys, look, college football college coaches or college coaches in general, that shit's a grind. So it's like I ain't trying to take anybody's like opportunity away, you know what I mean? Uh, but I do ultimately think, though, eventually they're gonna have to look at this and go, "Oh wait, 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 wait. Who has experience doing this? Like, who's been doing this? You know what I mean? Because it's a different game. It really is. Like, it, you know, it, it's the same thing. Like when we're playing on Sundays, it's not the same thing as when we're, you know, when we got pads on and stuff like that. It's a completely different game. Are there things that are the same? Sure, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? So I, ultimately, like, as more teams come up, or you know what I mean, like, and even more so, like, I've even schools that haven't. Uh, announced that they're gonna have a team. I have straight up like I've looked in the areas and I go, you know what? That school could have a team. Mm. I'm gonna email them, right? Like you know what I mean? So I've been like just putting them out there. I put in my name out there to the point where like I'm on like a wait list or like you know on on a coaching list for applicants on like six different schools at this point just because I'm just here. Hey yo yo yo. Hey look, this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing. Sending them tapes of my team, going like, hey look, you know what I mean? We've developed them. From not being able to throw a football to this, it's a it's a grind. But yeah, trying. man, and you know you know what sucks, dude? Because I saw some of the girls that were representing your school when we went to this thing, and I remember telling you like, "Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you, you got some savages. Like yeah. your girls were good. Yeah, like they stood out. Mm-hmm. And I remember even other coaches coming and saying like, "Oh, who's that girl? Like, what school is she from? And whatnot. And it sucks that you ended up losing this past year because yeah. i feel like you had that core of girls that oh. were gonna yeah i mean like I, I had a girl that was like you know one of the top quarterbacks in like the city right uh you know consistently uh i had a girl right she was like dude you know, i remember i worked with her at the camp yeah the, she had a cannon yeah she do hard yeah and i just showed her one thing about i was like i just told her yo we know you have a cannon yeah if it's a five-yard button hook, you don't need to kill yeah. your wide it's receiver. Co- it's called touch, kid. It's called yeah. touch, yeah. Just take, take a little, you know, let's go. Throw yeah. a little change-up every now and yeah, then. Yeah, 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 uh, You know, funny thing about her, right? Um, so I, I've taken her to, like, multiple camps and stuff like that, right? And uh, there was one. Um, I got them involved into this thing with NFL flag. Um, they were, it was basically like, a, like, a, a, like an NFL corporation, like, flag football day. Right. So what I did was I volunteered my team to go and like work the, you know, the area and stuff like that. So NFL players are coming there and stuff like that. Right. Um, Jordan Palmer was there. Mm. Right. And he saw her throwing the football. And I'm no joke. You know, like Jordan Palmer has like the quarterback. Yeah, summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works with like every young quarterback coming into yep. like the NFL. He took her to the side. Right. And spent like an hour and a half with her. And I just looked at her. I was like. That was like a fucking ten thousand dollar. Yeah, that, that was, was a ten thousand dollar lesson you just got right <laughs> nice, there, kid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it was just like, and like, you know, I was talking to him, and he was like, "Dude, she has a hose, man. Like, she can just let that rip." And I'm like, "Like, yeah, I know." And he was like, "Like, I've seen." He's like, he straight up, he's like, "I've seen like boy quarterbacks, like you know, in high school level, that don't have like this type of like tight spiral and stuff like that." Granted, our ball's a little smaller, but so are their hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So it correlates the yeah. same. Right. But he was like, he's like, yo, she can like really just like put it on like, you know, right on the numbers too. And so and it's kind of like sucked for her because like that would have been like a big year. Then like also it was just it wasn't the most opportune time, right? Like, uh, you know, 
she didn't have enough time to like for for schools to see her and stuff like that. So she actually ended up going to like my old school, right? So like that girl's like that like, you know, I, I told her to like yo run through that wall. She's yes sir, right? And like head first, you know. Um so I, I got her, you know, into uh I didn't get her into, she got herself into uh Cortland, but like I kind of like, you know, gave her that little push, like, yo, go to Cortland. Do they have football there? So they don't have football there, right? Uh but they have rugby. And uh, you know, it's not that uh that it's the same sport by any means, but she's also just like She's a lunatic, so she she would like you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah, rugby would be good for you actually. Like, you know what I mean. She definitely trucked girls in flag football before, and like got me some flags before. So, um, yeah. I mean, dude, I I would keep throwing my name in a hat just because I also think, I'm not saying it because you're my boy. You'd be a person that I would look at for something like this because you are early to the party, mm-hmm. you know it. And you have the experience in it, like you said, it's completely different from boy football, mm-hmm. high school football. And also, man, like, why not bring on someone like you who was there from the beginning? Yeah. It's just the origin story just makes it way cooler, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's like, it's weird because um, I... You know, there's there's moments in the in the season, right, where I, like, I, I, I every year I, I just look up, I go... Oh, what did I do to the football gods to deserve this, right? Like, and you know, because it's like little things, right? It's just like stuff that I, we're not dealing with, like when we're with the boys, right? Like, I don't ever have to deal with uh, boy drama, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and you know, or, or or girl drama for that matter, you know what I mean? Uh, but you know, I go on to what's a call, right? Like, you know, when I was a kid, like go onto the football field, everything was left out there, right? Uh, you know, and it's not like, you know, women, uh, you know, young women, like they, they wear their hearts on their sleeve. Right. right. So you're going out there and like you just looking at their face. You're like, all right, what's up? She's not into it. Too. You're not in it. What's going on? You know what yeah. I mean? So there's a lot of that, too. Right. There's a lot of like, you know, massaging these little areas to get them to to to, you know, blank everything out. You know, uh, sometimes it's sometimes very possible. Sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I can't. <laughs> this is not my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? But, you know, we're working on it. Uh yeah, but it's a it's it's a weird thing, man. Like I I really I feel like everything in my life, right? Like you know, in my football life rather, has kind of led to this in some weird way, right? Because uh, like just whatever, you know, I wasn't the best guy in high school, right? Like you know, I wasn't the best guy on my team by any means. So I always had to work a little bit hard, right? I had to like kind of like find different paths for myself, right? Uh, going to college, right? You know, um, no one. Yeah, you, this guy's not gonna play. You know, this guy's not gonna play college football, right? Whatever. And same thing for like Solomon, right? Um, we were the last guys you would have chose on that team, right? There was plenty other guys, right? But we had to maneuver our way through, right? And uh, I feel like this is just like another chance of me, like, oh, like whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be join this party of like this super like you know crowded party of like boys football right uh any guy that played football before kind of thinks back to himself like i could coach right I yeah could do that, you know and uh but this is a different path right i can kind of pave my own way once again maneuver my own path and uh you know even stuff like whatever like you know i, I end up going to Cortland, and then like Whatever, like I tried out, I was doing all right, and then uh, whatever, I kind of like I bumped heads with the offensive coordinator. Uh, I opened my stupid mouth, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, in retrospect, I probably should have done it, right? Uh, 
I, that's a good little story actually. So uh, we're in like the um, we're in the like the video room watching like the tape from practice or whatever. And he pauses it, right? He's like, why? He's like, why do you do that, right? And I'm looking at the video, and it's like me like this with my hand up, right, in the video. And I go, oh, it's because I'm open, right? I'm like, the quarterback didn't throw the ball yet. I'm open. And he's like, no, you didn't. The, the corner's right on you. He's right there. I go, no, no, I'm open. I go, if I'm even, I'm leaving, right? <laughs> right? That's and the he, bar. That's yeah, the yeah. bar. Yeah, and yeah, and he goes like, he's like, yeah. And I, I, like, he presses play, and I shoot past the corner like, like 10 yards, and the ball's underthrown. I'm like, if he threw it when, before I threw my hand up, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then he was like, and then like after that, like everybody, all the receivers like laughed and he had like a sour look on his face. And it's just kind of like, I'm not saying that was the only reason, like, you know no, what I mean? No, but you kind of did like, you checkmated him there. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, you gave so, him a reason why your hand was up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he watched the film and he's like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, you know, and whatever, man. Football, it's a, it's an ego. It's an ego thing. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I, I know it, like, from having played. I know it from coaching. And, yeah, so, you know, it kind of, like, happened like that. But, you know, what I was going to say was, though, after that, right, I was like, man, screw it. What I'm going to do is, like, you know, Cortland's, like, a really big-time, like, athletic school, right? Like, everybody plays sports there. I was like, whatever. They just cut, like, these, like, seven guys here also. We're going to put a flag football team into, you know, into the intramurals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to go in the, the competitive league in the intramurals and, and just kick ass, right? So it was just like, all right, let's do it. And once again, that was when I realized, I was like, oh, wait, wait, this is different. You know what I mean? So it was just like, and but like that right there was like the introduction of going like, oh, like, you know, maybe that's what paved the way into me becoming like a flag football coach. I don't know. Everything happens for a reason, I guess, you know? Oh, that's true, man. That's true. And I'm, I've, I've really kept my eye on this uh, girls flag football ever since I got exposed to it with you. It's like yeah. one of those things that when you get exposed to something like that, that's new. Mm -hmm. It's the comparison I always make to MMA. Like I've gotten all my boys hooked on UFC because a lot of them have come to events with us. Yeah. It's a different animal when you go there in person. Yeah, yeah, you actually definitely. see, you just hear the cracking and it's like, oh my God, I just ate that shit to the ribs. It's yeah. completely How's different, not man. dead right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, let's talk a little bit about some free agency stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah I mean, man. look, everyone that knows, we're going to talk about the Giants first because... Please, please do. They made some splashes, man. Dude, all right, listen. This is the offseason, right, that I've been waiting for for so long. Like, this is so uncharacteristic, and I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's everything that I've been wanting to happen, like, but it's, like, happening now. Like, even, like, but, like whatever, like, you know, going to, like, the draft, all this stuff, it's just, like, you know, for the last few years, right, um, you know, it's been, like, almost uneventful and just mm. kind of, like, waiting and waiting and waiting. And now it's just, like, oh, no, we're just, instead of, like, throwing little pebbles into a pond, they're just taking, like, boulders and just tossing them in there. It's great. Yeah. Listen, man, they, it's been a while since they, they've had a free agency like that. The last one I can remember is when they signed Olivier Vernon, Janoris Jenkins, mm -hmm. Snacks, yeah, where they literally signed the best D-end, D-tackle, and corner. Mm -hmm. And now what they did was they go out and they get a... I, I've always been a Kenny Galladay fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a real number one wide receiver on the outside. Your best wide receiver can't be a slot wide receiver. You can, you can put your best wide receiver in the slot. slot yeah. But you can't have your Wes Welker can never be your best wide receiver on your team. He was amazing because he had Randy Moss on the mm -hmm. outside. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you need to have those studs on the outside. Dude, Sterling Shepard. His best year was with Odell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you need to have the guy to take away the attention. So you get a true number one. Dude, there's so many There's so many things in motion, though, too, which is nuts. Like, I am cautiously optimistic about them. We lose Zietler. Okay. He's the only lineman that was not an <laughs> asshole on that team, and they just let him go. Andrew Thomas, they clearly got the worst left tackle of everyone, right? You had Wirfs, you had uh, Wills. Yeah, on that was Cleveland. a missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and you know even Becton, mm-hmm. the those are all three legitimate tackles, and then the, the and he was the first one that got taken too, fourth overall. So, I like Kenny Galladay because. Yo, there's a if you really look at the numbers, bro, there's a lot of Plaxico Burris, Kenny G mm-hmm. comparisons in the sense of Plax came over, young Eli, young Daniel Jones mm-hmm. now, big year for Daniel Jones, year three. You got no excuses now, man. No, yeah. Balls in your court. Balls in your yeah, court. Yeah. Even if the offense is gonna be the offensive line might be an issue, which I do think they address it in the draft. I think mm-hmm. they go offensive linemen. Oh, I think they have to. They, yeah, you you must. You must. Yeah. And now you got Saquon, you got Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, where he's supposed to be. Kenny Galladay was a wide receiver that they needed to have, not like when they signed Golden Tate, which was fucking stupid, because yeah. Golden Tate is a guy that's going to take away from Ingram and Shepard, who are homegrown, and they line up out the slot. Mm-hmm. Slayton, I'm a big Slayton guy. He can't be your number one wide receiver. No. Yeah. Yo, Slayton is going to have some monster games this year mm-hmm. because he's going to be the oddball out. He might be the fifth option on this offense now. Yeah, yeah. Barkley, Ingram, not in order. Barkley, Ingram, Kenny, Galladay, and, and, and Shepard. You know, Dude, a- I think, uh, you know, I think uh, Rudolph is going to... Listen, I, I look, 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 look. I, I have, I, I have an optimistic feeling about that, man. Honestly, I think it's actually, I think he kind of fits into this, like this scheme a little bit better for us. Look, he's a better blocker. That's true. Than Evan Ingram, right? First of all, right. Yeah. So that's gonna help out Saquon, right? But you know, he's also, look, he, look, Evan Ingram. Uh, let me just, like, he makes some amazing catches, right? Sometimes. But he also costs some. Yeah, but sometimes, like, sometimes, like, I, I, you know, I I hate being these guys that go, like, oh, man, I could catch that ball, right? It's like, no, 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 no. I really could have caught, like, some of those passes that he dropped. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, he he drops a lot of easy ones. And whatever, uh, you know, look, Rudolph is, like, you know, obviously not in his, in his heyday anymore, but he's going to catch a pass that he's supposed to catch. And I think that's important, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Making the easy stuff easy is super important. And there's been moments where we've made those moments hard. And I think even with like with Galladay, like, you know, it's like he's going to make the hard things look easy. Right. So like that's going to be a big thing and he's going to make the easy things easy. So it's like if we can have that type of like offense, I like I, I think he's going to come up big in moments is what my point is. I'm not saying he's going to have like a breakout year by any means, but I think he's going to come up big in moments. Look, it's a big, it's a big body wide receiver for Kenny, um, for Daniel Jones with Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. He has a huge catch radius. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league in contested catches too. So he'll bail him out on some like, oh my god, why is he throwing it? Yes, yes, you know, like, yes, do it again. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> yeah. let's go right. And then it's a highlight. He mosses someone, and I think, yo, 
this this might be one of the first hot takes. I feel some Buffalo signals here. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Giants' defense is better than what Buffalo had last year. The Giants' defense is okay. legit now with bringing back Leonard Williams. They signed Reggie Ragland, which I like. They bring in Ryan Anderson from Washington, Adoree Jackson now. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got two of the top four rated corners on PFF, depending how you feel about PFF now. And you're, you're also going to get McKinney back for a whole season mm-hmm. now. Like, McKinney balled when he came back for the Giants. He was a, a second-round pick for the Giants last year. And if Daniel Jones needs, like, he doesn't need to be Josh Allen last year who finished, like, fourth in MVP. We're not, I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but... If he can just improve, cut back on some of the turnovers because he has the weapons around him, man, this it could be a special season for the Giants. I think. Look, look. So, so like, like we're saying, right? So this, um, I, I think what, 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 what's being said in like the Giants front office, right? Is that what it's going like? All right, obviously, it's like balls in your court, Daniel. Right? Like, here you go. We're giving you everything you need to do. And I think it's a major, like, major reason is because I think they're looking at what Judge did. Right. And they're going, all right, we got the guy. Right. Like this guy is good. We can we can win with this coach here. Mm -hmm. Right. Now we have to surround him and this young quarterback with everything. Give him no excuses. We better. We better win the NFC East. Mm -hmm. Like like it's still completely wide open. Granted, granted, I've always said this. Right. It don't matter if we're the best division in football or we're the worst division in football. We're going to be competitive amongst each other. Yeah. And it's still almost any man's game. But that's what they're saying to, to Daniel Jones here. Let's go, no, no, no. This is ours to win. Here's everything we need to do, right? Like, here's everything. Like you said, they're probably going to beef up the, the offensive line again. The, the hog mollies, right? You're yeah, gonna, yeah. We're going to get some hog mollies in there. Well, you're going to have to. And yeah. also, you have that luxury of not having to pay Daniel Jones yet. You still mm-hmm. have this year and then all of next year before you need to make that decision going into year five about extending him yeah. and giving him that big contract where, you know, like, this is going to sound crazy, but he's going to make north of $30 million because that's what a starting quarterback salary is going to be mm-hmm. two, three years from now if you're the Giants and you want to give him that kind of contract. Well, I think that's what this year is about. Yeah. I think that, that this year is about that contract going, well, there's right, also can like this, then we can look. Historically, qu- quarterbacks – their third year is who they tend to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're a Bills fan, you're watching Josh Allen, like, yo, this is what Josh Allen's going to be. Also, the reason why I mentioned Buffalo is they did exactly that with Josh Allen. They mm-hmm. went and they traded for Stephon Diggs. Yeah. It's like, yo, man, it, like you said, we're not paying you yet. It's on, it's on you now. Like, there's yeah. no other excuses. And that's what's leaving me a little bit, like I said, cautiously optimistic because the bar is very low for me. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of customers of mine and Giants fans be like, "Yo, man, Giants! Like we're close." It's like, no, bro. This is this is still a six-win team. Like, yeah. We can't forget that. The only reason why we were so bonered up about them is because the division was so bad, and w- up until the Sunday night football game at halftime, we had a chance at the playoffs. So let's not get it twisted. This is still a team that has a lot of work to do. But I love what they did. Well, but all right, we'll just you know now I, I got to defend a little bit, right? I have to, <laughs> yeah, right? Good, good. Uh, like, all right, how many games were 
were lost by like under three points. Yeah, a lot of one score games. You're like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. like you know, like oh, you kick a field goal and the game is like it's a different outcome of the game. We're having a different conversation. Now, look, I'm not saying like whatever. A loss is a loss, right? But you know, look, the COVID year, new coach. That's another thing. New coordinator. All the, all the new coaches and coordinators, they didn't get a chance to work with their mm-hmm. with their guys last year. So this was like a whole new thing. You know what I mean? Uh, so, look, there's going to be no excuse. You got a full year. You got everything you need, right? You got the number one. You got, you know, hopefully Saquon Barkley comes back and it's he's still the, you know, the same Saquon, right? Uh, I think he will be. Yeah, I, I do too. Because now it's it's not as bad as it once used to be. Mm-hmm. When you used to tear your ACL back in the day, it's like over. in the 80s, it's yeah. like, yo, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like, I, I really think Saquon Barkley is going to have a gigantic season. Like, I, I'm talking about might lead the league in rushing. I have a lot of AP vibes with him. Saquon does that, Giants are going to win the NFC East. Yeah. That's true. Like, Giants are going to win the NFC. You know, that was the most devastating thing about him getting hurt last year because the way that team, you know, they they start, they come out the gates, they're 0 5. Mm -hmm. And then they beat Washington, and then they fall to 1 7, and then they go on that run, right? It's like, that was, that's the prime, that's the prime kind of Saquon Barkley team you wanted him to be on, right? Mm -hmm. Like a team that's really good defensively. And the offensive line was playing really well towards the tail end of the year. Granted, a couple of cupcake matchups, but, you know, that's who's on your schedule. And that would have been the the perfect team for him to be on. Yeah. You don't think he knows that? Yeah. He knows that. Yep. So, hopefully, that's just like, you know, a little another chip on the shoulder. And yeah. it's just like, he's going to come back and just, you know, lower, like, you know, put his head down and just get to work. Like, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. You know, I... You know, uh, I know you, you were very skeptical about when we drafted him. Uh, and I was always like, nah, I think I, like he's special. Man. Well, the thing the thing was, and uh, it, it always comes back to this because a lot of people like to remind me about that. <laughs> it was never slandering Saquon. Yeah. Saquon, I was never, I never said he was going to be Leonard Fournette. Like this dude was, and people throw the word generational talent around. Like this dude mm-hmm. is a special running back. Like absolutely. I knew he was going to be a beast from Penn State. Like, no debate. It was where the Giants were as a franchise, where Eli was. It was, you should have taken a quarterback there. But now that hasn't aged well, too, because I wanted Darnold. Who is Darnold, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not going to take a, I'm not going to say they should have took Josh. I, I loved Josh Rosen. Yeah. This dude's been on like four different teams, and I think he's in the XFL next. Like, who knows? Yeah. So, it's just at the time, I really wanted them to address the quarterback position. So I think what the issue is, right, is that you're looking for that next face, right? And I like, I don't see why a running back can't be the next face, especially if that's what you want to do, right? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, you think about, uh, like, Giants football, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking ground and pound, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, let's get that generational, like, running back that can do these things, right? Who's every, you know, running back we've ever wanted in one fucking specimen, you know? Yeah. Uh, so like, I know what you're saying, but you're, you're right though. Right. Like, you know, who, who would have like, what we would have done taking Lamar, like, you know what I mean? Like we, no one, no one knew that. No one, no that, one yeah. knew, no one had that. Uh, you know, so it's just like, and even still like, whatever, you know, I, I whatever, we'll see how Daniel Jones does this year. I, whatever I, you wearing the Jersey, I'm going to support you. Like, it's as simple as that. Right. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go down with the ship if I have to. 
But like, you know, I, I was like, after we were like one in five, I was like, yo, we got a shot. <laughs> I was like, we still got it. Like we're, we're in it. Like, you know, like my whole logic is like, you know, if we just got in, if we had made the playoffs, I would have been like, yo, like we could have, you know, we could have went toe to toe with, I mean, like what, like, you know, whatever, go toe to toe with Brady. That's easy, man. That's money. That's money <laughs> in the bag. I wanted you know? that bad. I wanted yeah. that bad. Yeah. I was like, yo, I just want that to, yeah. I want to play Brady one yeah. more time. <laughs> well, you know. The the other team that's spent a lot of money, the most money in free agency, has been New England. Yeah. Um, they bring back Cam. They bring in Judon, the two tight ends, Henry and Jonu Smith. Mm-hmm. They bring in Nelson Aguilar. They bring in Bourne from San Francisco. Man, <laughs> that's just how I feel about the moves. Like, they're... Judon is is a dope pickup for them, but how much of him is coming from that Baltimore system, which you've you've seen guys leave Baltimore and not be mm-hmm. like yo Baltimore when they draft. T- tell me now, aren't there some teams in the NFL that when they draft a certain position, you're like, oh, he's gonna be solid. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, the Steelers definitely. when they draft a wide receiver, you're like all right, that's a 1200 yard yeah. guy eventually. Yeah, he's gonna work. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna work. Like no matter mm-hmm. what, he's mm-hmm. gonna work. Yeah, definitely. Ravens with linebackers. Yeah. It's just like, yo, it's going it to work. Yeah. You know, like it's just New England when, when they had Skarnekia, and I, I'm not quite sure if he's still there, the offensive line guru. It's mm-hmm. like any offensive lineman they get, it's, it's going to work. work. Yeah. So I don't know how much of that is going to be him leaving now going to New England. Obviously, Belichick, great defensive mind, not taking anything away from him. But I don't like the Aguilar contract. Dude, $13 million per for Aguilar when Will Fuller goes for 10. Yeah. No, no, you no. know, like that's when you look at it from that perspective and you add context to it, like that was it's kind of a head scratcher there for me. You know what? I ultimately what it probably comes down to, right? Is that I, th- what I think is right. Bill's over there looking, sees Brady, go somewhere else, win a championship. Right. And now I think it is like, all right, Right, I mean, like he's got one foot in, one foot out at this point, right? Like I, I would have to assume, right? You know, he's going to retire, not you know anytime soon necessarily, but fairly soon. You know what I mean? And uh, that's just about you know getting the money out there, right? What do we got to do to win right now? Like, who cares about what the contract is, right? Like three million is three million. Uh, also, I mean, everybody, like you know, uh, you know, are people are releasing players, all this stuff. Patriots have been very smart with their money, right? So they can go over budget on a guy, you know, at this point and not be like, you know, like, oh, that was like, that's a bad contract because mm-hmm. it might be a bad contract for one team, but not necessarily for the Patriots, right? Because because of like the money moves they've made in the past. Yeah, they also bring in Kave Noy again, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Jalen Mills, who I saw him on Philly, bro. He was food. Mm-hmm. Like when he would line up on Odell, I was like, oh, "Football gods, you're looking yeah. out for us, man." I appreciate that. So I don't know. Maybe now him opposite of Gilmore, that works. But to me, I th- I still think it's Buffalo's division to lose. Like they yeah. clearly have the best quarterback in that division. I think Miami has improved significantly the last two off seasons. I'm like, yo, I really like what the Jets did. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. Look, Corey Davis, he's 26 years old. He's coming off a career year. I get it. He's coming off a career year in which 
you also got a stud in AJ Brown across mm-hmm. from you. AJ Brown is gonna explode this year. Okay. Yeah. Because no Johnu Smith, no Corey Davis. Someone got to eat up those targets. Now you're asking Corey Davis potentially to be your number one wide receiver. I don't know if he could live up to that. But for nine million dollars, you know, twelve million dollars. Excuse me. That's not the end. Like, that's not the end of the world. There. I like Carl Lawson coming mm-hmm. over from Cincinnati, and the reason why he might be one of my favorite free agent signings, bro, because I feel like sacks are misleading. Explain. So, you can be a 12-sack guy and maybe like... You ever heard like empty sacks or empty Mm -hmm. stats? Like a guy drops 33 in a game, but his team lost by like 25. It's like... It's it's empty stats. You're stat padding. So, you've... It was a knock on Chandler Jones for a couple years. We're like, yo, this dude is getting 16, 18, 20 sack seasons. And you're like, yeah, but he's on Arizona. They're going 5-11. and And, you know, a lot of times they're blown out. And it's like just a random... Mm-hmm. random sack my thing qb hits qb pressure okay because that tells me you're at least close you're there you're, you're altering there. his throwing motion or mm-hmm. you're the timing is off so i would much rather give me a guy that gets 50 qb pressures and seven sacks as opposed to a guy that gets 22 pressures and 12 sacks okay all right yeah, yeah no i like that because dude i mean uh also, yeah. he played on the Bengals, no. which they're down 20 points every game. So, so him getting sacks, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not like, remember those Colts teams that we grew up on where they had Freeney and Mathis mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Bill Poley? And I remember reading this article on him, how he would always draft with the idea that the Colts were up 14 because I had Peyton Manning. Yeah. So I would always draft my defense, edge rusher, edge rusher, edge rusher. You would have Freeney and Mathis yeah. and pin their ears back and just go. Because he knew they were playing with a lead. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So he wasn't playing with 14, 20-point leads in Cincinnati. So he was getting sacks when the team didn't need to pass. They didn't need to pass. Yeah, they're running the ball, and he's still making the difference. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. So that's why I really like – I really do think he's my favorite free agent signing. Okay, Shots yeah. to the Jets, man. They needed some, some yeah. loving, you know? Well, I mean, uh, what's it called? They got this guy also, right? Their, their, their new coach that they just hired. Uh, Salah. Yeah, right? I, I like him. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like those rah-rah guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, you were a rah-rah uh, guy, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could get behind that. You know what I mean? I don't know how I feel about God. Like, I feel as if he screams Robin to me. Like, he's he, he's a great an elite defensive coordinator. I actually think he did better last year with the Niners mm-hmm. than he did the year before when they went to the Super Bowl. When you factor in how many guys his defense lost, yeah, and he was still able to keep them afloat and be productive. So I do think he might be a guy who my hot take was when it happened that they'll be hiring a new coach in two to three years. Oh, wow. All right. But, you know, they, they talk about, like, him being, like, you know, they always throw that term, like... Player lead, coach. Like, leader of men, leader right? Of men, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That that one where it's just, like... And, uh, like, if that is the case, right, where he's, like, this, like, leader of men type of deal, right? Um, you know, it, it very well could translate to being a head coach, right? Because that's the thing. It always doesn't always translate to being a head coach. Um, just to bring you know back to the Giants real quick since we're on the Jets, but uh, like you know everybody was kind of like skeptical about Judge, right? And I was kind of like the same way. I'm like, fuck it, like fuck special yeah, teams yeah. guy, right? Like what the hell, like you know? But uh, you know, just like I'm not gonna lie, he owned that 
that opening press conference to the point where I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in, right? Like, it was all good. Um, and, you know, Salah's press conference was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was solid. Like, and everybody's talking about it, right? Like, oh, like, you know, he's a leader of men, leader of men. Uh, what's this guy's name? I'm drawing a blank. The corner on, on what's it called for San Francisco? Oh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Free so, agent also. I haven't yeah, signed yeah. yet. Yeah, which, you know, might come to the Jets. Who knows, right? <laughs> Yo, actually, I thought you were going to say the Giants. That's why I started laughing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like, right? Because that's the thing. But, like, that would be the ultimate, like, uh, like solidification for mm-hmm. him, right? For him going, like, Richard Sherman goes and signs with the Jets to get back with Salah, right? Now we can kind of go, like, oh, all right. That's itself is going to be like, oh, wait. Richard Sherman followed this guy here, and like you know, he's a well-respected you know football player. So people like they see something like that, they might be able to make uh, more of a splash even next year. Let's say. Will Fuller goes to Miami. Mm-hmm. Another quarterback that is getting some help. Uh, Miami, I felt like was a very slow offense last year. Yeah. Um, they just didn't pass the eye test for me. Like they had that dude Grant who would catch, like, an occasional screen and bust, like, a 30. But he was, like, their bona fide special teamer. So, I like – I've always been a Will Fuller guy. Mm-hmm. He's either always hurt or he got popped for the PEDs last year. But you're doing the right thing if you're Miami, where, similar to what you said about Daniel Jones, where, yeah, we're getting you weapons, man. Like, we got to see what's good with you, Tua. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, look, I, I I think, like, even more so, like, the, the – the, you know it's on Tua, right like uh like imagine if like you know daniel jones like first year they were like hey you know we got to put eli back in mm. <laughs> you know what i mean like which is kind of what happened with Tua. it was like all right we've got to get fitzgerald back in here if we like fitzpatrick, uh, fitzpatrick, yeah, yeah. Fitzgerald, uh, fitzpatrick back in here if we want to start you know making a move and stuff like that uh so like it's really like yeah like you know is it fair necessarily no but like Whatever, you know, if you if you see it and you know it, then it's great. So they're going to give him a shot here and give him a full season, see what happens. Uh, but, I mean, like, it doesn't help that, you know, whatever. Like, you still got the Patriots in your division. Like, granted, they weren't great. But, uh, you know, and then you got Buffalo, uh, who I was, I, was, I was rooting hard for last mm-hmm. year. Rooting hard for Buffalo. You know, having got state boys, yeah, you know, bro, you know upstate, what I'm yeah, you got a soft spot for Buffalo, yeah, man. yeah. It's like, all right, man, let's go Buffalo, right? <laughs> you know, so. But. Are there a lot of Bills fans in Cortland? Yeah, 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 yeah really, yeah, 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 man. Like, uh, you know, outside of like you know, upstate New York, people people go for Buffalo, yeah, like, you know, nah, I mean, especially hard. in that like, like uh, you know, I, I would say Cortland's like central New York, right? But like from like central to like west New York, it's yeah. it's all Buffalo, right? It's Buffalo country. Uh, Rochester, Buffalo, yeah. Syracuse, also, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Okay, um, speaking of Buffalo, they signed Manny Sanders. I've always been a Manny Sanders guy. I think he fits in nice with them, like a guy underneath. Um, I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't know what Baltimore was doing. Like, why didn't they go get a wide receiver? I don't necessarily know, but I must be. I, but like they also and they also lost uh, Mark Ingram, didn't they too? Yeah, but I mean, you got you got J.K. Dobbins, you got Gus Edwards, so like. The, the writing was on the wall. Like, he got scratched yeah. sometimes, healthy scratch. All right. So, I mean, look, I don't know why, but, you know, it must be that they necessarily, like, believe in a run game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to push that, like, be that like that brand of football, whereas they don't need to spend money as much on a wide receiver because that's not what's in their plans. Mm. But at the same time, it's just like, 
it'd be nice for them to. I, I, I think there was some talk about them getting Galladay or trying to get yeah, Galladay. Yeah, yeah, him. You know? Robinson was linked mm-hmm. to them. Fuller even, which Fuller wouldn't have made sense to me because you have Marquise Brown there. Yeah, it's kind of the same kind of wide receiver. Where like Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay are those big body guys, or yeah. they play big. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So and more possession style receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what Cleveland did. Yeah, well, look, Cleveland's there. Josh Johnson, I think, is another guy who people are gonna, you know, the Rams defense. He was one of the guys that really stood out, and that's a defense that got Jalen Ramsey and Darn uh, mm-hmm. Donald. And you're saying to yourself, you're like, yo, that dude, forty three, is always making mad big ass plays. So he he might be my favorite defensive like signing sure. that a yeah, team yeah. had. I I think with 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 the Browns, right? It's like they're they're really trying to go all in right like they 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 have like what it takes like as far as like personnel to be in there right so you add in a couple here and there and you can put yourself into try to get yourself into that next level if if you know if you can get over that hump you know well now they're gonna get Odell back also Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna trade him though eventually yeah I do I do look just like last year I, I here's the thing I don't know what his trade value is right now Right, like you know, what I mean, what's the what's the trade value for hurt Odell Beckham? Right, so look, you bring him in, you bring him back. Uh, you know, Baker didn't play great with him, mm. right? His numbers were actually, actually played like, better without. Yeah, him. played better without him, right? Well, do you think, as someone that that played wide receiver and you were around a lot of wide receivers, do you think sometimes having an alpha like that could hurt a quarterback? Um, yeah, I I, I do, right? But because. Which is weird, right? Because Odell, bro, like I feel like a lot of people have forgotten just how he was dominant, yeah. man. How explosive! It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, and, he was. And what I'm trying to say with that is the yo, man, I was open. Yeah. Yo, man, I was open. Yeah. Like obviously, if you have a guy like Odell, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt your quarterback. Yeah. But I'm saying when you see a guy leave, and then he plays better mm-hmm. as a quarterback, that's kind of alarming for me. Like, Baker was spreading the ball more, mm-hmm. more Jarvis Landry, the tight ends, Rashad Higgins. Yeah, yeah. You know, Peoples-Jones, that dude was making some plays. So, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, look, I, I'm almost like a hypocrite, me going like, yeah, all right. But, like, when you know, 20 minutes ago, I was just saying, like, yo, if I'm even, I'm leaving, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, throw me the ball, right? Like, but at the same time, like, like you know, like, I, I did mention that, but, like, I didn't. You know, when I when I would go back into the huddle, I wouldn't go like, hey, y'all, I'm open, right? Like type of stuff. Um, I do think it hurts, right? Uh, look, quarterback, right? Like it is the toughest job in sports, in my, in my opinion, right? Um, like you have to know what everybody on the field is doing. Literally everybody, right? You know what I'm saying? Any given time, there's 22 people on the field, right? And uh, you got to know literally everybody's job on your team and on their team. Right. So now to have this guy coming back like, yo, man, throw me the fucking ball. Right. It's just like, all right. Like, dude, like you're just adding more like drama. Right. Stress and pressure. More stress. On me. Look, uh, was it, I guess, 2007, 2006, 2007. Lou Right. Eli starts playing better. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Go, go, go. Ends up going on a, a Super Bowl run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without Shockey. Right. Who was like, you know. Arguably the best tight end in the league at the time, right? You know, or definitely like a top three tight end. Yeah. But what was Shockey's thing, right? 
come into the huddle. Yo, you the fucking ball, right? Yeah, you know what I'm I mean? Open, like, yeah, yeah. All up in his face, right? Same thing with like, uh, you know, with Tiki, right? Like, you know what I mean? I keep bringing it back to the Giants, but just because whatever. Oh, yeah. We know about him well. And yeah. We, we experienced it, yeah. And it's just like same thing with Tiki, right? It was just like, oh, like Tiki's here. Like, yo, look, Eli's yada, 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 right? So you're just adding more stress to the most stressful position in sports. So Odell coming in going like, yo, give me the ball, give me the ball, right? Type of deal. Like, yeah, it's going to add stress, right? And this is not, this is not like, the, this is not Eli in his, you know, in his last few years, right? Like, who, who needs a guy like Odell just like, yeah, I'm just going to throw it to you anyway, right? Like, this is like, you know, you know, you have a lot invested in Baker Mayfield. Mm. This is the first overall pick, right? He needs to work. Yeah. He needs to work. Yeah. More so than what, like, you know, Odell needs. Like, what we, what we need for Odell. So what I think is ultimately going to happen is they're going to bring Odell, right? Uh, you know, give him some, like, okay, yeah, he's going to make amazing catches like he always does, right? Make some amazing plays, and then it's going to bring that trade value up and then try to get him off to somebody that needs, a, a like, you know, a number one. Because uh, I don't think, you know, I don't see why Landry can't be, you know. Again, I don't think your best wide receiver could be your slot guy. Okay, all right. You know, I'm a slot guy, so I'm like, you know, I yeah, yeah. I hold a, I hold a, a special place well, in Look, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Look, this is going to come off like pretty harsh, but I see Odell in my mind's eye as a slot guy, though. Like, uh-huh. I just do. Does he, he doesn't necessarily play like a slot guy, right? But just like, I don't know, like, he, you know, he's not like, he doesn't, he doesn't have that big body, right? You know what I mean? He's not like a, uh, a, like a, like a freak of nature force, right? Whereas, but he's like super explosive, quick underneath the you know what i mean so it's just like when you start throwing out like odell like you know stats like short hands it's like these are all the things fits, you, yeah, yeah the yeah. things you say Tell for like the tape for a, a slot uh, route like what a slot route receiver would yeah. be right so so like yeah he doesn't play like one right you know like i was like a big steve smith guy right he wasn't a, a slot receiver but he, he was like 510 you know jumping over people but yeah he kind of fits the build to be a a, a slot receiver so I don't know. I kind of see Odell in that same light. That's my point. Well, here, here's the thing about the wide receiver, man. And it's it's one of my more uh, passionate takes that I have. And you would know this better than anyone. Who's the first person to leave the huddle when, when you break huddle as an offense? The wide receiver. Wide receiver. We got to get out there. Yeah, you got to get out there. You're the furthest <laughs> away from the ball. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of one man on an island kind of vibe to it. Isolation. Isolation. Your entire career, if you want to get a scholarship at a school, bro, and I'm your mm-hmm. quarterback, I got to get you the ball. Yeah. yeah. I also need the five uglies up front, the big uglies, mm-hmm. to block for me. So I totally get the, yo, man, I need the rock. Like, because I can't, I can't be productive. I can't help us win. Yeah. Unless these five guys are six block, and then you got to be good enough to get me the ball. Mm-hmm. And also staying with Odell. The Eli Manning slander hasn't aged well because yeah. you look at his numbers with Easy E, and then without, yeah, they plummet. So be careful what you wish for, man. You see these wide receivers all the time. They leave free agency. They chase the back, which again, get, get your money. money. Yep. But you know who don't come with you? Greg Jennings, mm-hmm. Vincent Jackson. Rest in peace, Vincent yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Passed That's away, bro. Crazy. Yeah. But all these guys, uh, Mike Wallace. You leave, you get all this money. The quarterback ain't coming with you, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's something you got to consider. Yeah, dude. Uh, 
No, nah, yeah, that's that's wild, man. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. Odell is just like I love him too, right? Because like whatever, like th- those few years with the Giants, I was like, yo, Odell, you know, like praise him, you know. And uh, but yeah, you're right, man. You don't get to bring him with you, right? You don't get to bring like and yeah, slandering Eli. Like, look, man, say what you want, but my boy Eli, right? But the guy's you know, it's fucking Hall of Famer right there. Okay, all right, period. Uh, but you know, yeah, like you can't do that and then like have you know what what like the the end part of your career what's happening you know what i mean whatever man it's 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 unfortunate but i i do think that he can fit somewhere else and probably better before we continue with some of this free agency stuff i want to give a shout out to the members of the patreon this month if you enter the $10 tier or higher i'm giving away a hat and one of the crew necks got to be in the month of march you got to be in the ten dollar tier uh patreon.com slash veterans minimum and also we got nick chavez christopher velasquez daniel gibson Derek platees devin rendon jake powers Corey johnson hoops ryan pisner and mike wozniak again it's patreon.com slash veterans minimum we're at 57 patrons if we could get to 60 by the end of the week would be fantastic and the drawing will happen sometime early in april when everything gets processed so sam is clearly still here you know what team i really like what they did man the chiefs so they get thuni from new england and then kyle long comes out of retirement bro move that mic just a little bit closer to you and uh he joins kansas city okay so Kansas City because they lost their two tackles. I know, I know. I was gonna say like that yeah. was what the big thing was, right? Right. So and you saw how bad it was in oh, the yeah, Super Bowl yeah, without yeah. him. Yeah, he's running for his life, yeah. right? Like, so I was gonna say that that's like that was you know like where I was gonna go with that was that like getting your tackles or like you know getting solid tackles, right? And granted, you don't know how long's gonna be coming out, but like you, you got to imagine that you still got something in the tank there, or else mm-hmm. you wouldn't have. Um, but yeah, so yeah, man, the, 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 that's like, I would say, right. What else do they need to do? They needed to beef up that line a little bit, right? Like they have to, right? Like that, that was, it was like, it was tough to watch. Honestly, at some point it was just like, damn. And like in one side you see like, you know, this guy just running for his life and you see Brady just here, like living his best life. <laughs> Five Mississippi, yeah, six yeah. Mississippi, just carving motherfuckers up left yeah. and right. Yeah, and it goes to show you, right, like how, like, you know, once again, you know, you know, you playing quarterback and how important, like, a solid offensive line is. So so the Chiefs picking up, that's huge, man. That's huge, right? Like, it, is it, like, the biggest, like, splashes? Not necessarily, right? But well, it's, yo, Kyle Long is a beast, bro. Yeah. And I feel like people forgot about him because he stepped away and mm-hmm. retired for a little bit. But he's he's a savage, dude. He's, he's legit. He's yeah, legit yeah. for sure. Um, another another team whose moves I really liked, and uh, I'm on the bandwagon, bro, for Justin Herbert to be MVP this year. You were you were uh, you were a Herbert guy from a while ago. Like you, you know, you wanted Herbert. I remember. You know what I mean? Let's not bring it up. Yeah. Right. Hey, listen, up. that's his fault. That's his fault. All right. He Blame to, him. He wanted to uh, play with his brother out of Oregon. That's the reason why he went back. And he would have been the he would have been the he was the consensus number one. Yeah, he was just different, man. And I know people were hesitant because of the Oregon quarterback history and whatnot. I was like, nah, bro, that dude is he's different, you yeah. know. And they they did the right thing. They signed 
three offensive linemen, which is what they needed to do. And, you know, they're going to get Derwin James back, mm -hmm. and he's a savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that there's a team, and I know they lose Hunter Henry, but him and him and Herbert they didn't really have a, a good connection, and they bring in Jared Cook. Yeah. Grizzled vet. And they got Parham. Parnum? Parham? I think his name is. He's like a... He's like a former college basketball XFL guy mm -hmm. who's like one of those like Nike Spark athlete dudes that like tested through the, the the roof and shit. So I really like what the Chargers did, man. Yeah, look, I think the Chargers could be an issue, right? Uh, moving forward, but like at the same time, right? They're in that same division mm -hmm. with the Chiefs, right? Like, so it's just like that's they have to make start making really big big moves now, right? Um, because like, you know, that's like, you know, uh, like that's what they're chasing, right? Like that, like, you know, I've granted like the entire league is chasing it, but they're in the same division, right? You're playing these guys twice a year. So they're definitely like, you know, chasing that. Right. So it, they have to make the right moves right now, very fast. You know what I mean? In order to make him grow. Cause he, you know, imagine just being stuck and then, like, you know, this Patrick Mahomes right there. But you're right. Like, if you're calling him out to be the uh, – for an, for an MVP year, I mean, it would be an opportune time for sure. But, like, I don't know, man. So, you'd be the MVP. You don't win the division. You think they're going to win the division? Like, Well, if you, you – he would have to make the playoffs, obviously. Make the playoffs, yeah. That would be the number one requirement. But – there's been there's been guys that have won MVP yeah. that just made the I mean most famously recently was uh, Adrian Peterson mm -hmm. the last non quarterback to win it we had two thousand yards they came in as a wild card team against uh, the Packers sure so that's that's the kind of thing that you would need to happen yeah but uh, I mean even something like that right like you know AP kind of like it was like literally everything was on his shoulders right yeah yeah like yeah. you know Christian what I mean? so Ponder like, was the quarterback for yeah. them. Yeah, so that's like, come on, man. Like, uh, you got to, like, if it, and look, granted, no, no. Like, you know, if he has a year like that where it's just like he's putting everything on him, but he needs so many pieces for that to work, right? And, like, you know, beefing up the offensive line is a good start for sure. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what else can get put into place for that to, to go down for him. The contract that I think made me the happiest might have been Curtis Samuel. Okay, I got a soft spot for him, bro. He was a, he's a city yeah. boy. He played in the PSAL yeah. like we did. Yeah, he is going to thrive in Washington with Terry McLaurin opposite of him. Former Ohio State teammates, mm -hmm. they were on campus together too. Washington, man, that's the team to beat in that division. Look, Fitzpatrick is going to go. He's going to throw. He's going to have some six touchdown games. Sprinkled in with like you know being pulled couple, at halftime, <laughs> yeah, and then like you know what I mean. So so yeah, look right. Uh, who's their dear? Uh, Chase Young, right? Mm -hmm. Like that kid is just like, Jesus. Yeah. Like that kid is ridiculous. Uh, and look, look I, you know, whatever. Like it's theirs to win because they won it. As far as I'm concerned, but I do think it's any man's game. I, I, like I've said it before. I said it before. I say it again. Right? It's like the NFC East. Like I don't care how bad or good it is. Anybody could win at any given time, um, you know, and I don't think there has been a repeat NFC East champion in some time. Like, when was the last time, like, you know, they went consecutive? I think it's been a while. Right? 
I think so, yeah. yeah. Let me pull so, that up. NFC East winners. Because you're right, man. The the Fitzpatrick, it's going to be good. Like, he's a perfect stopback guy. He's not going to be there for a long time, you know. But I don't think you need him to. Has Fitzpatrick ever made the playoffs? That's a great question. I don't think so. No, I think I the closest he came was with the Jets that one year. To answer your question, the last time a team went back-to-back in the NFC East was the Eagles in 03-04. They had won it four straight years. So 01, 02, 03, 04 was Philly. Then it was Giants, Philly, Dallas, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Washington, Eagles, Cowboys, Washington, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, <laughs> Washington. Dude, that was 17 years ago. Giants haven't won a division since 2011. Yeah, well, let's not talk about that. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. This is the year. This is the year, right? Let's see. Let's see. All right. I want to continue a little bit. Um, new quarterback in Chicago, Andy Dalton. They move on from Mitchell Trubisky. I don't get they, it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get you it. Kind of replace one with the uh, like yeah. kind of the same, right? Uh wait, with uh Trubisky. I'm saying like Dalton and Trubisky, it's how much of an upgrade or downgrade is it? I would say I would say similar ceiling, but different style of quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? Dalton more of a pocket passer yeah. where I mean he can move, but Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh I would say similar ceiling. I, I don't I don't. I honestly just don't get. I don't see why. Like, well, why not like make the push for Darnold? I feel like Darnold's like cut, like you know, cut perfectly for 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 Chicago, and you know whatever. I think he. Well, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an interesting draft because the Jets got the two pick. Do they hold on to Darnold? Do they move him? I think it's gonna be something on draft day that we're gonna get a lot of answers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I feel like they should make that move earlier than later. Yesterday, to yeah, be it would have made it would have made a lot more sense for like free agents. Also, mm-hmm. like maybe your Chicago and you know Juju Smith Schuster played with him at USC, and there was always that's why everyone's like, oh, he's gonna go to Pittsburgh or he's gonna come to the Jets mm-hmm. this whole time. Pittsburgh would have been a good look for him, also. It would have, yeah, because he could have sat behind Ben, regroup, mm-hmm. and then maybe be the heir apparent. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about this one. Where are you on the paying running back skill? I don't know if I've ever asked you this because Aaron Jones, I've come around on that contract. Mm-hmm. He is now with this offense, they lose Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. He leaves to go to Detroit, stays in division. I think you're going to see Aaron Jones play more, more series. He's, an all-purpose running back. Like, he's the kind of running back you should pay if you're gonna. He's not a one-dimensional guy. He's not like A.J. Dillon, who's on his team, who's just a bruiser. Yeah, yeah, Like, this is a Camara, CMC type. Mm -hmm. I I could see Jones catching 70, 75 passes this year. Yeah. And with how they use him and how Rodgers is like, how many more Rodgers years do we have, really? Mm -hmm. I'm not that opposed to this scenario. I think... When it comes to paying the running backs, it needs to be situationally based. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Because, uh, like, historically, it just hasn't worked, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Uh, but it's tough, right? It's, like, a tough thing because it's, like, you got to – you want to have a guy, right? That's what it comes down to. You want to have a guy that's going to 
that you can just hand the ball and you know is going to get you three yards, right? Like, here, just mm-hmm. take this. You know you're going to get that extra three. Like, you get that three yards. He's going to break that first tackle type of deal, right? You want that guy, but, like, at what cost, right? Um, shoot, I would say, yeah, it's situational. Uh, you know what I mean? And I don't know. Do you pay that guy when you have, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the, you know, ever? Right there, like you know, like like that's kind of like I think the uh, the decisions that have to be made, right? Like, is this guy going to carry my quarterback, right? Or is my quarterback going to carry him? Like, like you know, who's getting who? Who's working for who, right? Is he getting my quarterback? You know, my my, my receivers open, mm. right? Or you know, I mean, are my receivers like you know opening up holes for him because they we're spreading the field out more? You know what I mean? So. I, it really depends on not only what he's doing, but what everybody else is doing around them and what you have. Yeah, so, yeah, man. With them, I would say, I don't know, man. Like They're weird, bro. They're yeah. weird. Like, a lot of people, and shouts to my guy, Taryn. He usually hops on the show every now and then during the football season. He does some PFF stuff, and he helps out with, like, promoting the show and does some social media. He's a he's a Packer fan. He's not yeah. happy. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been, to use the wrestling term, I've been saying this ad nauseum. Like, I've been fantasy booking a Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller to go there, Manny Sanders mm-hmm. even, and all those guys were available, and they didn't make no push. Yeah. Do they, they – I feel like they have to address the wide receiver position because Rodgers is coming off an of MVP year, man. Dude, like, But they've been – what, like in the draft, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, right, they've been talking about doing something like that in the draft for, for while, how I long, know. man? You know what I mean? I like, know, yeah. you know, like, oh, we got to get Rodgers something, right? It's just like, nah, they're not. They're just – look, I think a big part of it is that, like, you could probably coach me on this a little bit better, but, like, their front office is, like, they don't have an owner, right? No, there's no owner, yeah. And it's like it's like owned by the community or something yeah, like yeah. that, right? I don't really know like the whole like, but I I do think that has to do with stuff, right? Um, you know, we, we don't have to do this type of things. Like we don't have to make these pushes. Look, we're, we're doing just fine, right? Oh, we made the playoffs, right? We know we're doing these things. Whereas like you know, you have an owner, the guy's gonna get on your neck. Like, hey man, like no, nah, I want to freaking win. You know what I mean? And there's just not that happening. We're they're very complacent, very content. Look, they went from. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so it's just like, all right, that's an easy. Oh yeah, we have two fucking thirty gener- years yeah. of quarterbacking, yeah. just two guys. It's wild. That's so wild when you think about it. Yeah. That's why, like, it's unheard of. Indy was going to be in the same boat if Andrew Luck didn't retire. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Fifteen plus years of Peyton, fourteen years, and then you're going to have Luck for. You're looking at the same kind of thing. Yeah. How about Indy? Huh. Picking up, uh, that's who I wanted to end with. Yeah, man, I'm a Carson Wentz stan, bro. I love that dude. Yeah, there's <laughs> I can't get that. Not even 2017 when he got hurt. Yo, his 2019 was sensational. He had no wide receiver go over 500 yards, dragged that JV team into the playoffs. And I know he got hurt in the playoff game, dirty hit by Jadavion Clowney. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting reviewed that it should have been called for a personal foul, but. Man, you look at the roster that he had. I know. It yeah, was yeah. very slow. The his, his go-to wide receiver in those last three, four games in the playoff game was a college quarterback turned wide receiver, yeah. Greg Ward. Yeah, yeah. So, man, I can't blame him for that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the moment they built a statue for Nick Foles and he has to walk 
into the stadium and see that, he kind of would draw dead. It's, it's a bad. It's, that's like, bro. That's like you're like you're you end up getting married and yeah. your wife has a poster <laughs> of her ex, just yeah. like the moment you walk into your crib and yeah. like you have the key stand. Yeah. No. You, you know what? I, I look. I actually here's the funny thing. I don't think that he would have mind. Like he would. Like he would have cared much if it was a poster of. You know, the Philly special. But once you see a fucking statue, like, that's like, oh, no, no, we're solidifying you with the greats of, of Philadelphia. Yeah. How many statues are, are in Philadelphia, period, of all, any sports, right? Their most famous statue is a fictional character, okay? Freaking Rocky, okay? So it's like, so it's just like, yeah, like, you used to walk in every day and you have to see that. Uh, I would say this, I'm happy as hell that he's out of the division, um, I, I do agree with you. Like he, he's like a stud, right? Like, mm-hmm. or at least he was, I, I hope I, you know, in some ways that he can bounce back. Like, I hate to see a guy like anybody, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. completely go down like the way he did. And it was just like, Oh God, it just makes me hate the Eagles so much more, <laughs> more than I already do, you know? Um, but it's just like, that's the team we hate the most, right? As Giants fans. Yeah. Like yeah. Our, our, we're the yeah. same age. Yeah. So like, I always try to explain that to people. Well, look, 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 you, you said it earlier, right? It was that block. It was that block. That block is the reason why we hate the Eagles the most, right? That, you know, right? Because, like, when did you really start getting into football? Around that, like, 2000, between 2000 and 2004 time yeah, when you yeah, started. Yeah. And what was happening? You're watching the Giants get the shit kicked out of them by Donovan McNabb, yep. right? You know what I mean? It's just like, ah, watching the you know Eagles go to the Super Bowl. It's like, ah, You want to talk about a guy who's not appreciated? Donovan yep. McNabb. Yeah. Five straight NFC title games. Yep. Went to a Super Bowl. I know they lost, but, you know, not many teams beat the Patriots besides the Giants yeah. when it when it matters most. And, man, that's, uh, yeah. that's a guy whose career... T.O. was hurt that game. T.O. was hurt. Well, he came back. He actually played yeah. really well, but he, yeah. he had, like, the pins in his, in yeah. his ankle. Yeah, yeah. So imagine what he would have done without pins in his ankle. You know what I mean? There's that like argument. They were special, man. They were special. Like yeah. at the time, I hated it. But when I went back and like looked, I was like, damn, that was a special mm-hmm. connection, T.O. and McNabb. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. yeah. So. There was like definitely big beef between the two of them, though, right? Like I remember. I mean, something. T.O. had beef with so many. Yeah, I know. He's so many tough, uh, tough guy to work yeah. with, huh? Like. <laughs> but dude, last team that I want to talk about and player that I want to talk about is. I think this one could be really interesting, bro. Uh, one of the main reasons why I hate the Eagles is because of this guy. And it's Deshaun Jackson going to the Rams. Yeah. Look, I know he's been injured <laughs> last couple of years, but that guy could still get behind defenses. And now yeah. you got Stafford there. Yeah, You don't need to rely on him, which is the mm-hmm. best part now. Because you got Robert Woods. You got Cooper Cup. You got Van Jefferson also. Yeah. And you're looking at it, and you're like, if I could get anything out of Deshaun, this is a bonus. And you yeah. know Stafford could throw it 100 million yards. Yeah. So I really think that dude could be a steal. Dude, at this point in his career, he's like he's like that DH that you just hired. Cause, you know, he can still, you know, hit a home run. You know what I mean? So that, that's, why, that's what he is. Like, you're just bringing him out there just to go, yeah, man, go get me a home run, right? We can just like... And yeah, with Stafford just tossing that ball up to him, that's gonna be that's gonna be a dangerous dangerous combo, uh, you know. Like you, but like you said, you know, he's not gonna be a number one receiver, but he's literally brought there for that home run, right? We got a home run thrower, you know what I mean? Now we got a home run receiver that we can squeeze one out with. Dude, this was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm definitely. really happy that you pulled up. It was good to see you as always. 
floor is yours, man. Where can people find you on social media? Oh, yeah, social media. So you guys can find me uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, pretty enough, pretty dot enough. The enough is spelled uh, E N U F F. I'll make sure I have the tags in the yeah, description. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, the reason, quick story about that. The reason why that even exists is because, like, I think I'm pretty enough. Be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be famous I or love something. It. I you love know, it. I love it, man. Pretty enough. You know, I'm not the most pretty, but I'm pretty enough. But yeah, I would say, yeah, on Instagram, that's probably the best to find me. That's dope, man. And and is there anywhere that they can follow maybe anything on Girls Flag Football? Um, yeah. So what, what I would say, uh, like, you know, if you wanted to follow, actually, I probably should have threw that out there. If you wanted to follow my team specifically, um, you know, I we also have an Instagram. It's just um, MLK Flag Football. Um, and then, uh, you know, if you're kind of like interested in seeing what's going on with flag football as far as like, in a country aspect, I would say follow NFL Flag. They're constantly putting stuff out there. Um, you can follow uh, Gridiron Girls. Uh, that's uh, Jen Welter's like camp and stuff like that. And they're constantly putting stuff out there. Uh, they've even like they they've they've shown clips of like the some of the NAIA games. Some of these girls, you know, they can ball. You know what I mean? So it's a it's a good 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 resource to take a look at. Guys. YouTube.com slash Veterans Minimum. If you haven't subscribed, go and check out some of the clips and some of the content on there. And, yeah, if you want to support the show, it's Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. At The Lamb Show is where you can find me. At Veterans Minimum is where you can find everything for the show. And I still got some crew necks for sale. So if you want a crew neck, slide into the DMs. Hit us up on the social media handles. And we'll catch you guys next time. The dog off the leash and it's ready to kill. kill. Homie, go finish your meal. I'm coming for real. Taking that food right off of your grill. Nicky too ill. Can't let a drop of me spill. Clogging the lane. I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Got it.